Well, if we start low, I guess we can go higher. Okay. Uh, so, show meeting over, and now we're back in the C block on the Media Virus podcast, and uh, some some bad news today. Um, breaking news today. It was breaking news at the time of uh, the at the time I was writing the show. Uh, apparently, at age seventy nine, Fleetwood Mac's Christine McVie died. Uh, if you're not familiar, Christine McVie is the other chick in uh, Fleetwood Mac that started banging Lindsey Buckingham. And when uh, Stevie Nicks found out and got all pissed off, she wrote a whole album about how angry she was and how. Well, Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham was married to. Stevie I Nicks believe or just they. With? I don't remember if they were married at the time, um, but you know they they were definitely with he. He, Lindsay actually joined Fleetwood. Fleetwood Mac was a thing before he came along, and he joined and would basically said, well, she comes with me. He, he basically said, we're a package deal. Ah. Because he dug her, and she was a songwriter, and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, then he ended up banging the other chick in the band. Fleetwood Mac's Christine McVie has died at age 79, her family has said. A statement on Facebook read, uh, on behalf of Christine McVie's family, it is with a heavy heart we are informing you of Christine's death. She passed away peacefully at the hospital this morning, Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, following a short illness. She was in the company of her family. We kindly ask that you respect the family's privacy at this extremely painful time. And we would like to keep, we would like everyone to keep Christine in their hearts and remember the life of an incredible human being, a revered musician who was loved universally. R.I.P. Christine McVie. Except for that one bitch who wrote a song about her. <laughs> wrote an entire album about her. And then made her play it for two years. Wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> the British American rock band founded in London in 1967 sold more than 100 million records worldwide, making them one of the most successful groups ever. Their best-known songs include Dreams, Go Your Own Way, and Everywhere. The band paid tribute to the singer-songwriter McVie in a statement on Wednesday night following news of her death. There are no words to describe our sadness at the passing of Christine McVie. She was truly a one-of-a-kind, special, and talented beyond measure the statement on twitter continued she was the best musician anyone could have in their band and was the best friend anyone could have in their life uh, except for when she fucks your dude <laughs> uh, despite its tumultuous history fleetwood mac became one of the best known rock bands in the 1970s and 80s comprising mick fleetwood christine and john McVie, as well as lindsey buckingham and stevie nicks Nix posted a handwritten note on Instagram to pay tribute. A few hours ago, I was told that my best friend in the whole world since the first day of 1975 had passed away, she wrote. And I, I didn't even know she was ill until late Saturday night. I wanted to be in London. I wanted to get to London, but we were told to wait. Fleetwood wrote that McVie uh, left, the, left us earthbound folks to listen, to listen with bated breath to the sounds of that songbird, reminding one and all that love is all around us to reach for the touch in this precious life that is gifted to us. Part of my this heart is This is why Stevie away. Nicks sucks. This is the longest fucking thing. I'm that was sorry she's dead. No, that was Mick Fleetwood's stuff. Oh, I, I, all right. Well, I, you know what? No, not for nothing, but here's the thing. Here, here's the trajectory of, of Fleetwood Mac. This is what Fleetwood Mac happened in my life. When I was a kid, I, I hated Fleetwood Mac with a seething hatred. 
And then, you know, as I, like, in my 20s, I kind of, like, uh, hated Fleetwood Mac with a seething, boiling hatred. And um, <laughs> and then I got to, like, my 30s, you know? Right. And uh, I continued to hate Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> like, a seething, seething hatred. But now... Now I can avoid them most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time, except for on TikToks when people are skateboarding and drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> that was it. Are you on TikTok, Jason? I, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm too old for TikTok. Are you? Because I'm uh -oh. 46 and I'm on TikTok. You need to grow up, sir. No. Wait, wait. You're, do, you, do you post your own TikTok? And you're too old for TikTok? It's uh, it's a it's a kids thing, isn't it? We 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 post some TikTok bits of the show sometimes every day. I don't. I mean, most of my most TikTok is one. Do of you those guys weird... make TikToks though? No, so they do. We I we've mean, done some bits the of the show. Do you make them? Like, do you make them? Like, are you dancing on TikTok? No, I don't dance. No. I I make like movie reviews and shit. That's see, it's okay then. I mean, I I, I really just all I do on TikTok is advertise my podcast. Yeah. That's it. That's a good move then. Yeah. Maybe I should be on TikTok. Yeah. Or maybe just have a, like an on the bump TikTok and post little snippets from, from your show. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of TikTok, it looks like, looks like you're pulling up, pulling up the nonsense. Well, yeah. The oh. media virus podcast on TikTok. Oh, well, that's the, yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. Wait, the first one? The one that's, the one that's going right now. Oh, we can't use it. I can use whatever I want, but it's my show. And mm. these were these were apart at the time. Astronauts have been warned against masturbating in space over fears that female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids. Wait, oh, there, God. Is that really the story, though? Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. There I thought it was going to damage yeah. equipment. Can you imagine, like, tuning into the International Space Station? It just looks like a snow globe. There's just chairs floating around everywhere. Astronauts have been warned against masturbating in space over... Well, that's the kind of TikToks we make. I think I need to get in the TikTok game now. Hey, you might want to. You've changed my opinion. Yeah, well. Uh, we're going to show you some, some other TikToks that you might find interesting, too. Yeah, when we get into Maddie's TikTok nonsense. When we get into corner. Maddie's TikTok... I heard it's like a rabbit hole, though. Once you kind of get into TikTok, oh, yes, yeah. you just go it, for hours. It's hard. But the thing is, there's an algorithm, and it it figures out what you like, and it shows you what you like. My my like my TikTok it comprises mostly of stupid comedy, dogs, and and ADHD tips. <laughs> That's it. So I found this on on a journey of home. Look how terrifying this thing is. It's kind of scary. I want one. This, this this wooden it's a I don't know why Home Depot is I guess it's this is decoration yeah but um like you wouldn't you wouldn't put this on and I feel like my dog would be freaked out by this it like, kind of looks like if you wanted a wooden mask of the zebra in Mad in Madagascar the the animated mm -hmm, movie mm -hmm, Madagascar that David Schwimmer's the voice yeah of. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, that, it's funny. Looks he's like, the voice of the giraffe Chris Chris Rock is the zebra. Chris Rock is the zebra. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Chris Rock's the zebra. You racist. Uh, excuse me? You heard me. I heard you, but... <laughs> I, sorry. No, who did, who did David, who did David Schwimmer... Uh, he was the giraffe. the giraffe. He was the giraffe. 
I mean, okay. fifty okay. songs is a lot. On the theory, and and we'll get into we'll get into some of the other other ones. But I'm working on the theory that Home Depot doesn't check doesn't check their comments. Okay. Like they don't really have any much of an approval process. So working on that theory, I did this last night, and um, I went to. Yeah, I, so I submitted this, and I just, I guess, finished the application. Uh, so this would be my review if it shows up. Great gift. My nephew absolutely loves the movie Madagascar. And when I saw this, I knew that it would scare the bejesus out of him. So I snuck it into his room in the middle of the night. Coincidentally, I used an aluminum ladder that I also bought at Home Depot because I don't live in the same house as him. But I didn't wait outside for him to wake up, so I couldn't hear him scream. He's 30. No, he did. Oh, he did. I did. Oh, I did wait, wait outside I did for him wait, to I'm wake sorry. up. So I did wait outside so that I could hear him scream. He's 30. <laughs> what, what a review. <laughs> but this started because I, and it started on TikTok, because uh, there's a guy who does dramatic readings of things, and he was doing dramatic readings of um the reviews for that uh the sword that i sent which should be I feel right like here. you gotta put some I, I feel like you gotta put some swear words in there maddie well no because i didn't I, that's the thing is you don't want to put up any kind of word that's going to catch a flag this is the stainless steel william wallace medieval sword with sheath silver you can get a real sword for 58 dollars. it didn't say anything about being real it just said it was but stainless steel oh <laughs> Vintage design adds a striking visual appeal made of stainless steel, metal, and leather to ensure durable use. Includes a rough leather sheath for safe storage. Go down to the uh, to the reviews. The reviews are really... And questions, and let's see. There's 18 reviews. <laughs> you think 18 people bought this sword? I don't know. They're yes. not, they don't seem to be. I'm gonna, I bet it's about to be 19, bro. <laughs> <laughs> After the show, it's going to be 19. Oh, wait, because there's a samurai sword, too. <laughs> Recommendations. I don't want a recommendation. I want to see the reviews. Where are they? There we go. It, it gets uh, 4.1 based uh, out of 5. Uh, it's a star review. Uh, and that's based on these 18, flies off the shelves. Well, that's an idiot. Hang on. <laughs> so I run a shop here in Engleberry. No, Bill. not that one. <laughs> Fuck that one. That's an asshole. <laughs> that's a real fucking review. I don't want that. I don't think so. <laughs> Engleberryville? And try to keep Read a well-balanced stock day. of whimsicals and fancies? <laughs> average school day? As I walked to the to the desolate aisles looking for some other nonsense for my family. I felt something pull me. <laughs> pull me to an... That's not the one. Pull me in another direction towards the back of the store. And there, behind all of the box, I found a warrior whose glory had been cut short by an arrow to the knee. So I did what all good people would do. I immediately started looting and got this awesome sword off the guy. <laughs> It wasn't easy getting it out of the store, but I managed by cutting a hole in the wall. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. That wasn't the one. By, it says by Skyrim. 
You guys know what Skyrim is, right? I think. Isn't there video? Is that it's, getting it's, a rim a, job in an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, sorry. That's when you get butthole friends. licked it's, in an airplane. It's, it's, it's an online world game, kind of like World of Warcraft, where you okay. you go on quests and you uh, and you band up with you know other people who are different characters and stuff and whatever. It's all stuff that I that I that I don't do. Yeah, but I know about for some reason. Five stars, perfect for the holidays. I purchased this sword for my father. However, little did I know the trauma that it would bring to my family. My father has since decided that he is he was destined to raid and pillage villages on the English countryside. He has a new family with three sons, all of which have the name Angus. <laughs> <laughs> This has torn my family apart, but now I get two Christmases, so it's pretty chill for me. <laughs> let's, let's read the no, response. No, no, read his name. Read his name. No. Read his name. Look, look at his, look what his, look at his name. Suck <laughs> Should, should Read whatever. the response. Read the, read the response from Trademark Global. Thank you, Thank you so, so much <laughs> for your purchase and review. Purchase. Have a great Brilliant. day. Have a good, that's a bot. That's a bot. If I ever saw one. Oh, oh my god! I don't think that this will kill a dragon. Oh, this sword is absolutely it. amazing. I was sitting in my back porch when, out of nowhere, a, a magic dragon flies in out of nowhere, and of course, I reach for my sword and kill this motherfucker, <laughs> Witcher style, <laughs> and save the pride and glory of my kingdom. 10 out of 10, Sword would recommend. There you go. <laughs> Wait, read, read his name. Read his name. Reviewed by Mike Oxlong. <laughs> Mike Oxlong. <laughs> Is there a response? <laughs> Thank you for, like, recommend no, yeah, uh, Thank you for recommending this one. item. We are truly yeah. happy that you're satisfied with this. Thank you for your purchase. Pull up the, pull up the samurai sword, Mike. <laughs> pull up oh, the samurai. Is there any more here? No, but pull up, trust me. I have, trust me. I, I have to grab. Let me, let me grab that out of the link list here. Just trust me. Well, while Mike's looking there, my friend, my friend used to have like eight of these fantasy swords on his wall, you know, and he bought them at Vera. Those remember when when you went to the like the farmers market and they had the knife store. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you can and buy they, Chinese and, throwing and stars and switchblades and shit and butterfly yes, Chinese throwing stars, butterfly knives. And my friend, like I said, my friend got into buying these giant swords, you know, fantasy swords or whatever. And uh, the first house that he bought, he decided he was going to mount them all on the wall in like a fan pattern. And like, you know, we had uh, people come over and most of their, like, usually their first response was, gee, I'd hate to be a burglar breaking in here, you know, while you're, while you're home. And that was in uh, a sex dungeon? No, it was in the living room. Oh, his living room was the sex dungeon? No. <laughs> no, but like I said, he, like I said, they were mounted on the wall in a fan pattern in the living room. Yeah. They, 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 I, just, I, I never could wrap my mind around what was the draw. Did you find what I was looking for, Mike? I think so. Yeah, so I could try to stop, like, you know, running on and on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to steal your thunder, Pete. Oh, no, no, no. Did, did you find some gold over there with the samurai? So there's a samurai sword. And review number one. 
<laughs> I farted. I have lost my honor farting, especially after the hentai was found. So I take this and correct that <laughs> mistake by fallen charter. Response from Trademark Global. Thank you so much for your purchase. If we can help with anything, please let us know by going to teamcustomerservice.com. Have a great day. Nice. Nice. This one. This Revenge. Revenge. This katana was set for the per set the set was the perfect tool for my revenge. My father was taken by a shady organization overseas, so I had to use my training and this sword to accomplish my mission. No longer was I a boy. I was a man with a sword. Overall, pretty meh. 2.5 out of 5. The show, show the response. Show the response. Show the response. We're truly sorry to hear about your loss. <laughs> Still, we thank you for your purchase. Have a great day. Yeah. I need to start going and read more of reviews. That was These are amazing. That was the punchline to the whole joke. That was everything. Was the response. Wow. That was <laughs> that was wow. my thing. That, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. No, I I'm, I'm I'm with you. That's <laughs> We're sorry. Did somebody really write? Somebody had to really write that review. The, the response back then again. No, it's an AI man. They they. It's really? got to be. Yeah. It's got to be AI. When he when it said his father was taken, he had to re, he had to avenge his death. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're sorry. Sorry to hear about your loss. <laughs> ASMR for some soda. I'll take two. Where are you putting your soda? Hmm? <laughs> ASMR, Mike. <laughs> All right, what do we got? What's up next? Well, uh, there's been some, there's been a little uh, white trash bullshit going on over in Cleveland at the Christmas Story House, you know, the actual house that they used to to film the exteriors for the movie. Uh, Did you guys see the new, um, the new Christmas, a Christmas Story story? Not yet. It's I on Netflix. I have not. Is it it's on Netflix? On, I, a, I think it's on Netflix. No, it's. I thought it was HBO Max that got H it. Yes. I have them all. I don't know. Okay. Um, it's very cute. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of what I had heard. And it's it's it was really cool to see because they got at as many originals as they could. Yes. Lot lot of the so original the guy cast that plays came. Flick is really Flick. Is really Flick. Now I'm trying to remember which one was Flick. He got his tongue stuck to the uh, to the pole. Okay. No, was that Flick? Or I thought Flick was one of the bullies that, no. that messed with him at school. No, that was no. Scott Farkas and uh, Grover Dills. Dill. Grover Dills. Dill. Dill. Okay. Fucking know okay. anything? And and Sorry. as it turns out, Grover Scott Dills Farkas is part had yellow eyes. Gro <laughs> Grover Dills is actually part of this white trash nonsense that's going on over there in Cleveland. Who is Brian Jones? A Christmas story house owner bans actor Yano Anaya from visiting his Cleveland home. Visitors can explore the museum and gift store at a at a Christmas story house, which features original costumes, props, and other displays. Cleveland, Ohio. Yano Anaya, a former child star, best remembered for his part in the 1983 holiday classic A Christmas Story, is not permitted to enter the Cleveland home where the film was shot. On November 15th, as Yano, who portrayed Grover Dill in the 1983 movie, was clicking pictures in front of the house, Brian Jones asked the actor to vacate his property. 
Brian and Yano finally meet, and the homeowner accuses the actor of being a scammer, a loser, and a piece of shit, and saying Yano has screwed him over. Get the fuck out. Leave now, Jones is heard saying in the clip. Get away from my property. Don't ever come here again. Never, ever again. Now you leave. So I'm going to shoot your eye out. TMZ actually has the video, and like it's some serious, white, trashy kind of shit. Um, so I figured it would be a good idea to play it on our show. I mean, stick with what you know, right? That's right. <laughs> Courtesy of TMZ, here's the video, and we'll take it up as big as we can, because why not? Oh, audio. <laughs> What? Get the fuck out of my house now. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not kidding. Get the fuck out. That's Grover. That's the guy who was Grover Dill. Get the fuck out. Please now. Get away from my property. Don't ever come here again. Never ever again. What's he so upset about? Yeah. Well, it. Hang on for a second. It gets into it. I'm. So who is that guy? That's the guy who owns the house right now. But he wasn't in the movie. No, no. That's he, Brian. Jo- that's Brian Jones. Like the modern day Brian Jones is his name. He. Um, okay. He uh, was a marine, or no, a naval officer, I believe, and and bought the house when it came up for sale the last time, and since then has gone through the trouble of see the house for the movie. It was only used for the exteriors. The inside of the house didn't match what you saw in the movie. So when he bought it, he gutted it, had all of these improvements made because to make it to make it flow the same way that the sets did, right? they had to change like where load-bearing walls were, and they, they really had to do a lot of work, but he made the interior match what you see in the movie so that when you walk into that place, it is... The Parker's house. So what did that guy do to him? That guy, since since it's been listed for sale, he's selling that house and two others that are on adjacent properties. Um, he set up a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe, and he's accepting donations, acting as though if you donate, we're going to buy the house. And oh, okay. I think it was a it was a play to to get people to send some money, and he was going to abscond with the money. Frankly, I don't think he had intentions of actually purchasing the properties. 
Although I don't, I don't specifically well, I know mean, that. Grover Dill was a turd. He was a toady. Yeah. You know, so. And this guy clearly acts like a toady. So. Right. Well, there you go. But I, I, I thought that, uh, you know, he pissed that guy off so bad that he completely lost his shit in the middle of the street. And, you know, that's always fun to watch. It is always fun to watch people lose their shit in the middle of the street. Yep. Well, what else we got? <clears throat> uh, let's see. Well, uh, Mike Tyson fans are convinced that they've spotted a time traveler in some 1995 footage of a Tyson fight um, because they, they say that the person is, is holding a cell phone trying to right. take video of the fight uh, that occurred in 1995 when we all know that smartphone, smartphones were not available for uh, that, that sort of a thing. Um, I don't know that it looks like a smartphone. It does, it does look like it could be. There's a, there was a camera device from the time that maybe could have looked like that. Um, what the hell just popped up on my screen? Go away. Um, so we've got, I've got uh, video, and if you watch, you can see where someone in the background at this Tyson fight appears to. Is there something out of place in this video? Look closely. It's a Mike Tyson fight from 1995. Oh, shit. Did you see it? 21 yeah. years ago. And what's that guy in the crowd holding? Could that be a smartphone? We're used to no, a that's a flip. Recording well, do you remember the flip like camera? Right. Visit to America. But back in that's what that is. I think so, yeah. That is going wild. Yeah. Headlines like, Did but it looks like a Samsung device. Fight. We've seen I mean, this it... before. <clears throat> Check out this Charlie Chaplin movie premiere from 1928. Is that a woman walking with a cell phone? Sure looks like it. Look again. And there's this footage from... Or she's covering her face. It sure seems as if she's talking on a cell phone. Uh-huh. Back to the 95. That does look like device. she's talking on Well, we may have solved That's a flip camera. We did some digging and found out the device in the video is not a smartphone at all. It's an early version of a camcorder called the DiCam Logitech. Why is it hmm. human beings are so much more willing to think up an idea like, well, they must have gone back in time with a smartphone, as opposed to saying... I wonder what camcorders looked like in 1995. So for the time being... I mean, not for nothing. That's not what, like what we'll fucking camcorders looked like in 1995. No. That wasn't your basic fucking camcorder. Not by a long shot. But the flip did come out. It was the flip, I'm trying to remember. Because the big thing about the, the flip was one of the first digital, digital cameras. Right. And I, I think it was after 1995, though. I think it was. But the the it was it was cheap because what it yep. did is it just took a bunch of uh, single images and ran them together and looped them. Yeah, yeah. It, that hence the flip concept. It was right. A, Does anybody remember the 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 camcorder that you could buy at Toys R Us and it used cassette tapes? Yes, like I'd audio look, cassette tapes. I'd give my left not to get a hold of one of those in good working order right now. My my friend Aaron had one of those. I got one of those one Christmas, and we sat there and made bad black and they were black and white uh, yep. videos. We made bad video music videos to Pink Floyd songs. Well, it it they would uh, that camera it used uh, because cassette tapes have four tracks. It would use yeah. it would use two tracks, I two tracks audio, two tracks for um, video for video. 
Mm-hmm. And then when you yeah. flipped it, you know, you flip the tape over, it goes the other way, does the same thing. Yeah, but it was it was like I said, it was a a camcorder for kids. Yep. Essentially. And it came with a I think it came with like an editing dock or something where you could you could you could play with. Yeah, plug it in the TV. So you can actually Yeah, it, whatever. Roll it back. It, 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 yeah, it came with a bunch of stuff. But when I was uh when I was a kid, my my parents bought an a super eight millimeter Ooh, Sony. Yeah. And it had a um it had a remote control on it. And I figured out that I could put my head this way, hit record, go like this, hit stop, put my head back this way, hit record, go like this, and do that a couple times. And it looked like you were spinning. And it looked like my head was spinning around. Nice. So yeah, that's um, that, that's what can. But that's, I mean, it's obviously not. It obviously was not a uh, not a cell phone. But uh, I guess Inside Edition kind of fucked that for us too. But uh, joining us right now is the BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. How are you today, Stanley? I am doing all right, gentlemen. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. We're just. Uh, we finished up our conversation with Jason Kent. Jason, meet Stanley McFadden. Stanley, Jason, Jason, Stanley. Nice to meet How's you. How's it going, Jason? Doing Jason well, doing does, well. Jason does a podcast uh, called On the Bump, a baseball podcast, and uh, we heard all about that. So what do you got going on there, Big Daddy? Uh, we are gearing up for the next show. I just had one in Dover. Couple of weeks ago, the next one is looking to be, I believe, first few weeks in January. I'll get better details about that when we have them ironed out. Your winter coat's coming in nicely. Yeah, it, it, it's getting kind of ridiculous. Are you are you down to just taking scissors and cutting your lips out? I, I need to because, like, I see it, see it's like curling. Uh huh. Yeah, you, know, you just trim it out and go from there. Yeah, I need to do something with that. It, it's making me crazy. Well, all right. It's um, like you beard trimming sissies. What's wrong with you? <laughs> get, get yourself a, a, a little Norelco trimmer. It takes like five minutes. All right, well, let's... Yeah, uh, I'm to take this five minutes and look at porn, so... <laughs> Wait, did I fail to read the room again? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fine. But uh, okay. So this, this, this why this, why is your noise coming through so loud, but your voice coming through so low? I don't know. What do you hear? Like when every time when you move the phone, it's like whatever you just moved. It was like you're sliding the microphone across the table. I got Bluetooth. Right. But what did you just move? That. Uh, yes. This is the other it's, Bluetooth. It's turned space. on. It's turned That's on. That's the one working. Yeah, put both put both of them in, Big Daddy. Yeah, I, I, I can now hear us. <laughs> Should I have been doing this the whole time? Yes, you sound yep. so much better right now. <laughs> That's the one that actually has the microphone in it. Oh, shit. Oh, 
Listen to how much better he sounds. <laughs> We've been complaining about your sound for two years. And now you sound like you're in the room with us. I only ever use the right ear. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So what happens if I do this? Okay, how's that sound now? Same? You don't hear it. Eh. So nothing? I mean, you sound yeah. okay. Yeah, you sound there. fine. But with both, you can hear me. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, use a, use something that comes in a pair. Hmm. Well, I never put in both ears so I can save one for later. Yeah, the microphone, it's it's in the left one. <laughs> or damn it. <laughs> People have been listening to you from your pocket for however long you've owned those. This hurts. Slap it into my neck uh. for two years. All right. So I have a question for the group then. Okay. <laughs> because I because I don't know this, so I have to ask this to the group. So because I have exclusively had sex only with bigger women, if you're ha- if you're banging a smaller chick, is there a point where it just feels like you're banging like pelvis on pelvis? Like, is there a bone? She's got to be knocking? real, real thin. But you, okay, so because. Usually, you can get your no-no parts close enough together without locking bones. Yeah, you should try to stay out of the anorexia ward. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I've all, I'm a, I have only experienced cushion. But then I thought, well, what happens with like a skinny chick? You just are you just banging pelvis? Like, is there a point where you're just like she's like jabbing like your bones? Aren't you a nurse? <laughs> I don't Didn't... fuck the patient. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you had to take anatomy. Right. Aren't you supposed to know? Aren't you supposed to know all the technical names of all the bones and parts and stuff? If you orient your partner correctly, more. you can get right close without having to bang bones together. Because, <laughs> like, you remember the time I I I, I talked about the uh, the woman with the tail? <laughs> yeah. I actually do. <laughs> like, Prehensile Patty, I think I called her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm that watching the, Jason to see if his eyes get real big. That was, the, that was the closest I ever got to that feeling of like bone on bone. And yeah, so I figured I'd I'd throw that one out to the room. Well, um <laughs> and, I no, never I let it stop me. If it there's, a, there's a lot of cavity there, from what I understand. Um, but because you got to have room to have a kid come out. So I don't think there's a lot of bone, you know, that type of thing. If it ever happened to me, I never let it stop me. Yeah, well, that's, there you go. There you go. Let's transition from this nonsense <laughs> into, into some other nonsense. <laughs> Yes, welcome, we can, welcome, Big Daddy. We can jog right into the nonsense corner and see what's going on over there. You know, I never, I never did any imaging for that, and that always strikes <laughs> Maddie's, me. Maddie's TikTok nonsense. Men corner. don't show love through chocolates and roses; they show love through sacrifice and pain. If a man insults or jokes around with another man, and he doesn't beat the shit out of him at that moment, it's because. They like each other. 
pain. So when he gets busy at work and you feel like he's forgotten about you or ignored you, nope, sacrifice. When he sees a rom-com because he knows you'll love it, pain, lots of pain. So try and give him the benefit of the doubt if he's sulking on the ride home from therapy. If he's there, that's a man that really loves you. I just wanted to put this up. Does that does that sound accurate to everybody in the room? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a reason why I have watched nine seasons of Buffy. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I've watched the Vampire Diaries. Yes, I've watched. I've watched. The you, you, you poor, poor people. No, but like, you know, if, if he doesn't answer because he's working all day, he, he can't answer the phone. That's sacrifice. He's, you know, at work. I, just, I guess that's why everyone's left me, you know. I don't go to therapy or any of that stuff, you know. Well, me, me either, Jason. Yeah, it's right. cool. Guess they all left. I guess I didn't put in the the sacrifice. Well, I didn't know I was going to be opening up a bunch of fucking wounds, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what other trauma we can. Because I've got I another see? one. I I, I, saw, I found another I one from her that I like too. Yep, she's right here. This one, I want to get everyone's. I want to get everyone's opinion on this if and you I, give a man the silent treatment when you're fighting all you're doing is giving him more time for gaming football cars and opportunities to take more selfies with fish you think you're giving him facts. time to cool down and come to you but what he's really doing with this time is assessing whether or not you're worth it every man has a worth it calculator just ask him and once the math ain't math and there's no amount of tears and bjs is gonna bring him back it's a risky little game you're playing. If you give a man the silent treatment... Yeah, that's that's factual. Big Daddy. She's still here. This chick is smart. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd say that's pretty accurate. I, I, I'm not... I, I personally have always found the silent treatment to be a game. And I don't do games. No. Has so anybody checked this broad for balls? I, I don't. Has anybody checked what? This, this broad, broad for balls. balls. She, mm. she, she might, she might. I think she's just very observant. And, and, and the thing is, and that those, and I, I mean, I follow her obviously, and I, I dig what she says. And I just kind of want to get everybody's opinion. Now I have never pulled out the worth it calculator for, for, for my wife, but, um, I've pulled out the worth of calculator several times. And uh, once you pull it out, it never goes away. Like once right. you, once you go, all right. And, and once you start doing the math, it never adds up. That's, that's always been my thing. You know what I mean? Once you, once it, you it, it always ends badly, huh, Matt? It always ends bad. Like once you pull out the calculator, it's like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Cause you're trying to figure out if like, if you're trying to figure out if it's worth it, then it ain't. That's it's that simple. <laughs> It just you're, try, you're trying to figure out if it's time to gnaw your arm off and 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 and, and run. Got your losses and go. Yeah, in, in my case, it wasn't if it was when. You know what I mean? Like like I knew that it was time to go, but I just need, I didn't know the when because I didn't want to get cut. You know. <laughs> that's that's always yeah, a consideration. <laughs> yeah. Spanish girls are a bitch, man. <laughs> I was going to say it was she was she was Puerto Rican, wasn't she? And she, she, she was 
I mean, yeah. I mean if, 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 if you watch Ralphie May uh, stand up, you Not know for all nothing. about Puerto Rican girls. I think it's okay yes. for him to say that. I don't think it's okay for you to say that. I don't care if it's okay for me to say it or not. I'm going to say it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you Grease can... Monkey Pete, uh, I will forward any messages that you send to media.virus.hole <laughs> at gmail.com. Bring it on. It'll be the most uh, I've done in ages. Like I dated a girl who previously glued another man's dick to his leg. Did, did she brag about it? To me. To you. So, I can't yeah, imagine so. having to pour acetone on my on my dick. Did, now, did she brag about it before, like in the beginning of the relationship, or towards the middle, or towards the end? Uh, in the beginning, when we were still friends, because I've been friends with all of my. Oh, so she she, she warned you before you got yeah, to you that that could happen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh. So you like to play with fire. Or you're in I do. I do. Yeah, if 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 any of y'all heard uh what, what was that? Uh uh Lorena Bobbitt. Love and Vagina. Oh. No, Love and Vagina Loca. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That song is full of true stories of crazy women that I've known. And in particular, that one. Yeah. So I, I had to make sure that, you know, because sex was good. So, I mean, crazy does improve well, it sometimes. I had to do some calculating there. You got oh, a whole different always, calculator. Were you, always, <laughs> were, were you always frisking her, making sure she didn't have any super glue on her? She uh, always had a weapon. Empty your pockets, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you always. have to? Did you have to wander every time she came in the house? Oh, I wandered every time she came in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wrong kind of wand, dude. Wrong kind of wand. <laughs> she got one TikToks. Yeah, actually, this one comes to us courtesy of Big Daddy. Uh, oh. It's a follow up oh, to a story we did last week about the uh, shooter in. Uh, oh shit! Where was he? Was that the Colorado one? Yeah, Colorado. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is his his dad? Uh, goes by his Dick, dad was Delaware. Dick Delaware. Yeah. So we so we've got a Dick oh, Delaware follow up. And apparently, Dick Delaware is a piece of shit. These were his movies. He was in White Boys Can Hump. And in and out of jail, he's worked in pornography. He's also a Mormon. This is how he reacted when he first heard that his son was at a gay bar. Mormons don't do gay. We don't do gay. There's no gays in the Mormon church. We don't do gay. He's pissed off. He's pissed off at me. He wants to poke at the old man. Spring did apologize, saying he has let his son down. He also condoned the act of killing. Boys can't describe, you know. Aaron Brink says he's the suspected Colorado Springs shooter's father. The former porn star and current MMA trainer says he didn't raise his child. As a child, he taken away, not by me, but like, doing it on my own. I, my profession and my ex-wife didn't want my, uh, my son around me as, a, as an adult. Film star. But now he wishes he did after seeing the violence his child, Anderson Aldridge, allegedly unleashed inside Q Nightclub Sunday. I, I failed him. Um, I'm sorry, Nicholas. Or Anderson. Um, I wish that he you know, if I got to go fight somebody, I'm going there with my fists. You know, we'd probably fight like a man, shake hands afterwards, you know, and then you're done. That's it. 
You know, you don't go out there and you don't kill people. We tracked Brink down outside his home, where the 48-year-old was about to go skateboarding. When I asked him what a possible motive would be, he couldn't pinpoint a reason, but says Aldrich isn't gay. He also didn't know Aldrich is identifying as non-binary. What does that mean? I got to know because I was horrified he was gay. I was like, oh my God, he's in a gay bar because he's gay. And I'm not saying that I'm homophobic. I'm mean, like, oh my God, to find something out like that, I don't want to use gay. You know, I'm not talking against gay people because like, these people, they were victims. There's no reason they don't kill somebody. He says for a while he thought his child was porn? dead but didn't say why. Then one day, his child got in contact with him. He says the conversations were disturbing, and one was even an argument. We're alphas. I'm an alpha, and he's not going to tell me, you know, whatever, I'm his dad. He knows his child's actions are inexcusable and tells the victim's families he's sorry. Nothing can replace, uh, I can't, the boys can't take this away. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel so, life is so precious. I guess praying would realize until you lose somebody, but I, my heart goes out to any victims. Despite it all, he tells Aldrich that he still loves him. I hope that um, everything works out in my way. I love you unconditionally with my son. Hey, you want to take, want to take some video of the an MMA fight to raise money to help the victims. <laughs> Come on, that's a lot to unpack and what he said. I mean, that took a lot of different turns, and you did such a great job explaining that. I know fathers want to put themselves in their son's shoes. Did he say he would have done anything if he were in that club that night? So when we were talking, he did say that if he was there, he would have stopped it all. He did praise the man who stopped the shooting and all the people who stepped in to basically beat up his son. Such a horrible tragedy with yeah. this. Thanks. So I want to congratulate everybody for kicking the shit out of my kid. So the girl <laughs> in the beginning doesn't know what the word condone meant. The, the, the guy, I'm not saying he's a great guy. I thought because the girl in the beginning said he condones the killing. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, for wait too. a minute. Right. What kind of turd is this dude? But apparently <laughs> yeah. she's We're like just dumb. Yeah, well, I mean, I fucking kill people all the time. Yeah. I just didn't think. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'd have killed the, fa uh, the, 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 the gays myself, but, uh, you know. <laughs> this guy yeah, no, has had, no, this no, guy no. has had his head slammed into the mat too many times. Just a few. You know. Well, he was on his way to go skateboarding, so... Yeah, like yeah, in the I'm middle of the day. I, I, I feel like he's never worn a helmet in, in, in his life, and he probably should. Because he's alpha. He, I'm, he's alpha man. He I'm alpha. Know, My I'm kid old. can't talk to me like that. Yeah. No, no, Mormons. The Mormons aren't gay. They, they don't Mormon. do gay. Mormons don't do yeah, gay. Everybody knows that. Mormons yeah. don't do gay. That's. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm homophobic, but I'm homophobic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you know. I'm homophobic, but my religion how to, is. How, how, like how to say you're homophobic without saying you're homophobic is exactly what he did in that interview. Exactly. Nah, nah, Mormons, Mormons aren't gay. Mormons are non non-binary. What's that? Yeah, what what what's that mean? I was horrified he was in a gay club. <laughs> I thought he was gay. Well, what's that non-binary? <laughs> and when I found out he was just there shooting up the place, I was like, oh, <laughs> Oh, thank God. Thank God. That guy is not good. He's only shooting him. I was afraid he was in there fucking him. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that guy is uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. And mm. it it's not loading any related stuff for me on the side there. So, mm. you know. I was going to go to some real... Well, we can, we can look at some related content over here, maybe. Uh, what do we have? 
I always like to pick one related content that pops up. That is weird. Let's look at that. <laughs> okay. It's a cat sleeping with two fish and snoring. Different. So pussy smells like fish. All right, this is getting weird. Wieners and cocks. <laughs> and you're muted, so your joke just fell on deaf ears. Did you mute me? No. How the fuck did I get muted? I don't know. Oh, you know, I'm playing with this thing. Fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. So you stop, didn't hear me say stop. it's a wiener and a cock. No. Yeah, I, stop, I went, stop playing with your thing, Maddie. I just went for the obvious wiener and cock joke. Oh, and you also didn't... Okay. Damn. So you also didn't hear me ask if that was a real chicken or a statue. I did not. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter now. No. It's ruined. Gone. Gone. The moment is You blew it. All right. Well, folks, I think that brings us to the end of a fantastic voyage. R.I.P. Coolio. <laughs> you know, I it, it is nice. It was nice to hear Gangster's Paradise again. I did enjoy that. Yeah, the it, fact that, like, when, you know, when somebody passes on, they, you know, they yeah, they, their catalog, the their back, back catalog goes into into heavy rotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but uh, I think that is it. You want to bring us home, home there, Mike? Yeah. On behalf of uh, our guest Jason Kent, Big Daddy, Grease Monkey Pete, and our fearless leader Maddie Rockdeff, I'm Professor Mike Latouris, coming from to you live high atop Uncle Butch Studios. We are. Out of here, I think. Yeah, let's get out of here with this one. Oh, when the microwave runs, I piss my pants. <laughs> and that's the show. Donald Duck being violently <laughs> drowned in a vat of pudding. <laughs> <Ace>. <laughs> <laughs>